Welcome back to the Griders, folks. We're back like we never left because we never did. And now we're back again with James, the dolphin with eyebrows, Chapman, and Addison Corbin. Wish everyone, two, two things to that. Number one, I wish everyone could see this build up. Like your start and your throat clearing and all this to, <laughs> to you doing that. And then second piece, I think we need to explain the dolphin with eyebrows. Um, I had a buddy say that to me a long time ago because uh, I'm I'm like hairless. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just, I don't have chest hair, none of that. Like, I'm I'm pretty slick all over. You know what I mean? You could say your so that's where he came up with the dolphin with eyebrows. Yeah. All right. Well, Mr. James and everybody. Hey, man, what kind of coffee are you on these days? Uh, so I'm actually uh, uh, went from the Black Rifle Coffee, the AK-47, which actually have a cool little story about an AK-47 that may or may not be shipped to a town near you. Um, but currently. I'm still drinking Death Wish. Yeah, same, man. It's my go-to. Yeah, sometimes you got to pull off of it and then come back into it just like anything else because it has such an amazing amount of caffeine that sometimes you forget. (laughs) You got to, uh, you got to come on to something else so that when you come back to the old Death Wish, it's, um, it's still as potent as ever. Um, you know, I've never thought about that. I've been drinking it for like two years now. I guess I should probably cycle that. Maybe. I mean, it's an idea. I, I like I like the way that it hits. Like after I go from something else, I just think it's a really good. Just like I'm drinking just black now. I mean, yeah. and it's it's just so fucking tasty. We do not advertise for black. I mean, uh, for Death Wish, but. Not yet. Not yet. I'll reach out to him. We'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, but I have went to just one cup a day. So I don't have to sit there and pound coffee all day. Yeah. I go, it's one cup in the morning for me. That's yeah. it. And I like that because uh, I don't do that, but that's okay. But I also have found that I do do uh, the cutoff time because we were talking about sleep a few weeks ago. And mm-hmm. um, I found... That helps, and I uh, really, really actually been sleeping. What's your thoughts on these blue blocker glasses? Blue light blockers or whatever? Funny you may ask, Alan. You actually have a pair? I have a pair. Do you feel like it helps? Yes. I never see you wear them, though. Yeah, because I don't. <laughs> it was so trendy. 
<laughs> so, so trendy. Um, no, I mean, they're cool at all, man. But it's sometimes you just, like... Sometimes I'm just like, fuck it. I want my blue light like the rest of everybody. It's yeah. a free country. I just want a little bit. Of, I just want a little bit. That, and I hate the way that I look. I look like a damn a goofball. I look like a goofball in these things. So... You look like you're about to read me some poetry. And you know what's insane? Which, if you did, I would be impressed. You ready? From William yeah. Shakespeare. Okay. Things won are done. Joy's, joy's soul lies in the doing. Mm. William Shakespeare. I like that. Which means... Joyous souls lie within the doing. Yes. Man. That's that's good. Which one is done? Joy's souls lie in the doing. Which so those of you that may not know, I also dove into the book Happiness Hypothesis, which is actually if you are a person that is very um they call it progress driven versus goal driven. Um, like I am. And I think sometimes James, you actually start to act, pick up on these things that you're like, man, I'm actually a normal person where I thought that I was broken. And so you actually start realizing that you have a different, different happiness drive than someone who doesn't have these progress. Um, Goals, goal. No, no progress. Uh, your progress driven versus goal driven. Yeah, mm. it's it's likely the same thing, but the difference would be that in progress driven, you are so focused and and so mentally into the um, goal that it's like as you get to that point of achieving the goal, you actually don't get happy that you achieve the goal you actually get somewhat um, withdrawn because you now have completed the thing that you wanted to complete and you were enjoying the process versus the actual goal. Does that make sense? Yes. You get your goal and now now you're like, well, what now? What what do I have to do now? Yeah. And so it lays it out a different path for you to be able to actually understand that and then also to be able to understand the other half of the human beings on the earth are very goal-driven. And so when they do achieve their goals, they're like, hell yeah, man, I'm the best. You know, whatever. They get super happy and then they, they just kind of enjoy that. Like they, they literally enjoy the goal and that they, that they did it and they're very proud of themselves. They're very hype. Um, where I've never thought about it that way ever. Dude, that's that 100% applies to me. Like, it's like, man, I bought that fucking, I set that goal of if I hit a certain number by a certain time and I put that Raptor on my backgrounds, I was like, I'm going to go buy me a brand new fucking Raptor. That's what I'm going to do. And then I did it. And then I was like, oh, I don't know if I should, maybe I just go buy the cheapest fucking truck I can find. Like, why? why? You ready? You know? Yeah. So I'll go into that. Um, and I'm not, I'm, I don't, I don't want to seem like I know everything because I haven't finished the book, but 
he explains the happiness hypothesis is, and I'm going to, I'm going to botch this, but I'm going to be able to give it to you very layman term. So the human body is very adjustable, right? It adjusts to, um, outer environment very quickly. There's a few other concepts in there, but when you purchase that new vehicle, your body and your, your mind naturally adapt to what has happened. Right. And so you become accustomed to, okay, well, I bought this new Raptor. I thought I was going to be so happy and like, it was going to be so great for a solid month. I thought I was the shit, right? I thought it was awesome. But after that month, that whole new thing is like, well, what now? Right. I've, I've achieved this and your body just naturally adapts that. And so your mind is like, okay, well, you know, we're good to go. What, what else do we have to go for? Because it's not a material item that makes you happy. And sometimes people say like, oh, I'm going to set this goal out here. I'm going to buy this new Raptor. Right. And then they get to that point, purchase the Raptor. And then it's a, the, the bottom of the peak starts happening. Right. So then you yeah. set up another goal that might be, you know, I'm going to purchase, you know, a compound for my family. And so now we own a huge compound of land and homes. So now your peak falls, right? And so to have larger peaks, you have to have experiences because your body and your mind um, connect with experience a lot higher. So it's like truck here, experience here, and then something else and then something else, right? So you have these. Well, I don't want to. S- well, that is. I agree with that hundred percent. That's why, I like you know, when people have, when I see some of the, the people like that, I try to study from and learn from. You know, they have multi multi million dollar homes or whatever, and you see them still striving. You know, I mean, I think you you get a you get a Bentley you know that Bentley is going to get old just like your F one fifty eventually right I mean it's just I, I completely believe in that and and I understand that that's human nature that makes sense I think it's a very good point that people need to make sure they they understand my thought is so the progress driven versus the goal driven I've never thought about it ever that way yeah ever and like when i got that truck man it's cuz i hit a goal that truck was a representation of the goal but it didn't make me feel good yeah my 2013 ford f150 i can still so my dad has that truck all right and then i bought this raptor when i go over to their house and i park side by side i get out i look at that truck that FX4, that 2013, I miss that truck, man. It's a good truck. Nothing wrong with it. It's great. I loved it. I earned that truck. Like I really earned it. That took a lot of pride in that truck. Um, but, you know, so I hit the goal and I, I got the truck. But like, I'm not saying I'm not thankful for it or anything like that. I mean, I, I earned it. I pay for it. All that stuff, right? But it didn't really make me feel good. Like, it's fun. I love driving it. But even from day one, it just, it didn't, because I was focused on just, well, I hit the goal. I'm supposed to go get this. Not the progress of my growth as an individual. 
yeah. I can hit a goal and not grow as an individual. Yeah. And so I, I got to get in that book. I have that book saved. I haven't started. I'm going to have to start it dude, ASAP. As soon as I finish my current book, it's got to be the next. It is so awesome. And, and his analogy of the brain is um, the elephant and the rider, right? Someone who is riding the elephant. And it's two different forms of what your brain is. Like you have like your, your reptilian brain who that's very automatic. And then you also have mm. the uh, man, 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 damn it, manual brain that is very, the voice that's in the back of your head mm-hmm. that's always thinking, that's always saying things to you, the, the vocal voice. Yeah. Is basically your brain's writer, right? So your natural instinct when you go into a top of a building is, you know, it'll say when you're at very high lengths, like, what happens if I jump? Right? You ever had that thought? Mm. That brain is is the natural brain. Your rider is always like, dude don't jump like you have all these other things blah 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 blah. right yeah, yeah. all right so but th- i don't want to go too deep into this but it i mean it is such a good book that there's a few things in there that that kind of throw me off like he adds a little bit of political into it but um mm. irrelevant because then the majority of the book is really good and yeah I mean, that's gonna be my next book i'll start if you want to look into the whole progress-driven person versus the goal-driven person, um, it's called Progress Principle. And there's a lot of writings on it and, and all this kind of stuff. But it's super cool, man. Like, if, if you're genuinely looking to be or have a different concept on happiness, it's a good book. It's a good book. Awesome. Yeah, I like that, man. I have never thought about it in that way. Me neither. Whatsoever. Me neither, because we've talked about it before. I just never had a definition of what the hell was wrong with me or what was actually, uh, you know, why my brain was functioning in this in this way um, versus, you know. And then when you're with a person who is very goal-driven and you you tend to push them really hard, right? And then when they hit their goal, you're like, okay, well, what are you going to do now? Versus like hell yeah, you hit your goal. Like, yeah, let's, let's do something crazy. You know, let's, yeah, it's hard for you to do that because you're so focused on the actual plan. Mm-hmm. It's cool though. Um, the other piece that I wanted to talk about was, um, you know, really focusing on your business and, and actually like diving in and, and understanding, like we have our core values we have, um, most of us should have a purpose for our business. So what is your business purpose? And then how do you, how do you actually build off that and say, okay, we can actually increase, you know, X, whether that be sales, whether that be sales per person, whether that be, um, communication, whether that, you know, whatever those things are, if you focus on those three concepts, which is actually the hedgehog concept, um, and you actually look at that every week and say, how are we building in these three circles? It's, it, it was in the book, good to great, but dude, I was thinking about it. And I, I wrote it down and I, I brought it to our team and I was like, Hey, <clears throat> this is something that we're going to be looking at every week, how we can become better each week inside these circles. And 
you know, I asked them, I was like, hey, what is our purpose? And this is something that, that I haven't really shared with the team, but, you know, overly it shared. And they were like, we put good people in good houses. I was like, man, that's exactly what we do. Yeah, that, that, like that, that. that is the goal. That is the purpose of what we do. And then mixing the two, I'm glad that I read the book in Good to Great. And then I read the happiness hypothesis because yeah. it allows you to see that if your purpose is correct and you're not doing it for material things and you're not doing it for money, then there's no way that you don't become happy inside your business. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, I've shared the example several times how I got in business to make money mm-hmm. and you know, that quickly changed. And now I started focusing on the stuff that, that made me feel good, you know? Um, and it was, it was life altering. Uh, yeah. I like that. I kind of, I use a little bit of a different version. I mean, for the way I, I view it, you know, you're about to go on a journey or you're on a journey with your business, right? So your vision is your destination, right? Yep. Your tactical plan, your day-to-day plan is your path. And then your core values that you build your company around, that is your, your light, you know, your lantern that lights the way, right? That guides your path. So you stay on course, you know? keeps you from making, doing stupid things that when you started the business, you said would never be you, you know, and you keep those three principles in line, make the, make the pathway more defined. Yes. Make the light fucking brighter yep. and make the destination bigger. Yeah. You know, and if you can continue to do that, um, you, you're going to get where you want to go. Yeah. And, and something that I've found is, you know, putting good people in good houses, that's, at the end of the day, at the, at the very bottom of the line, that is what we do, right? That is our purpose for doing what we do. My higher level for like me personally is like, I want to build this company that it takes care of my people. Yeah. Period. And mm-hmm. I want to be able to do, you know, first form in general has a very good concept of, you know, for their employees, Right. So they, they, they do things specifically for their employees, whether it be, you know, I want to purchase a damn, uh, a damn farm, right. Or, a, you know, something that, that I have that we can go and do whatever we want as a team with their families, with, you know, mm. their, their kids, you know, as a whole company and be able to take these people and do, you know, something awesome at this location that all because of what we do as a company has allowed us to build this up. Yeah. Right. Oh, you guys want to go out there and you guys want to spend your weekend, you know, doing whatever. Perfect. I'm totally fine with that. And as you, you trust your people and, and dude, I'm so like, my brain has just been in overdrive where I'm like, man, if we just keep doing what we're doing and we keep achieving goals and keep, you know, going down that road as a company, we'll be able to do things that, that allow us to be a family. Yeah. So, I, and I'm that, that, that sometimes it's weird. It feels like, 
uh, it's not different as long as you align it. But I find that as well. Like my job here is I want to make it a better environment for my people. I'm actually more focused on my people than my clients. Yeah. Because if you, you do know? that correctly, then your clients get taken care of bottom line. Way better, way better, you know, cause I, I think I'm, I'm focusing on the person that's servicing my clients. Right. So if I continue to do that correctly, uh, then my clients will, you know, they'll, we kind of joke, we say joke, WWJD, right? What would James do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a funny thing we we say. But like, if I continue to focus on them, but like, that's my goal here. Make their work easy, like more straightforward, more efficient, and continue to develop them, put them in better positions. And if I can do that, then, um, you know, I'm not trying to be a helicopter parent, right? right. Big difference. Yeah. I'm not trying to guard them against stuff or make some fragile but you know make it a better place where they can make better money they can achieve more things they can feel like they can they can do more so you know i tell you i got a big goal man i want a i want an agent working for me making six figures that's like one of the big goals and um i don't know i mean it's going to take some time but we can do it you know i mean just stuff like that and people you know, just bringing different people in and watching them just develop is so cool. I mean, I got people who've done all kinds of stuff. I mean, my girl's just working here now is doing a great job. Dude, she was working at a family dollar. Yep. You know, I don't know what the fuck she was going to do life, but she had the right attitude. She aligns with our core values. Everything else I can develop. Fuck, before I started, the guy that was gracious enough to hire me at 19 years old, I'd left college. I did one semester in college, fucking hated it. I just hated it. I didn't want to be a, a, a civil engineer. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. I was like, what am I doing? And then, you know, so I left college. I took a semester off is what I said, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. And uh, I just knew I didn't want to fucking do that. And I had a three a 3.5 GPA after the first semester. Like I was doing fine and, you know, uh, got into insurance, went and interviewed, and I was cutting grass before that. And this guy gave me a chance, man. And he gave me the tools and taught me how to do things right, not how to just make money. And actually, he, he didn't teach me how to make money. He taught me how to do things right. And in doing things right, I made money. And, uh, man, you know, he just took a chance on me, and I, and I proved myself. He gave me an opportunity, and I did the work. And that's what I want to do here with my people. So, you know, it's cool watching people come from – different areas and really, you know, making them talk about their dreams yep. and stuff like that's just fun. That's yep. just a lot of fun. But I read a great quote that, that I constantly try to remind everybody now and myself, you cannot be part of the outcome if you are not willing to be part of the process. Yep. That's right. You've got to be part of the process to be part of the outcome. And we all need to remember that. And dude, I, I love it. The, so yesterday we had, uh, we had our weekly meeting and I started it off with a story. And that story was about a Greek sculpture, right? He, the city councilman of Athens, Greece said, Hey, we're building a huge um, monument at the top of this hill. Right. 
and people are going to be able to go there and, and see things and, and, and do things. At the very top of this monument, we want to have a sculptor, a sculpture at the top of this building. And, you know, people will be able to go see it. But, you know, the problem is they're only going to be able to see the front. So they hired this guy and they said, hey, uh, we want you to build this, uh, a few statues for this, for this building, but they're going to go at the top. So, you know, just kind of understand that. And he went away. He put his, he put his, his, his time and his effort and he was eight months late, right? Came back to the, um, the, the city councilman and presented his statues. The statues were done amazing, right? They were done front and back, right? So he put as much effort in the front of the statues as the back of the statues. When the city councilmen were, they were, they were pissed off he was late, right? They're like, why would you do the back of the statues when no one's going to only be able to see the front, right? The only thing they're going to be able to see is the front and you did both sides. And now you're charging us for both sides of statues, right? So they're even more pissed now that they got to pay it. And he said, you're wrong. I'll know that they are there and the gods will be able to see them. Right? That's awesome. it's, it's awesome, but it also allowed me to go into this and say, good enough is not good enough anymore, right? If, if you come in here and, and you come in with intent, you come in with understanding that good enough is not good enough, like we have to become better than everybody else, and you put in the effort and you are part of this process of building this out and you come in here and you put the back of the statues on, and you put as just as much effort that nobody can see at the end of the day, we will fucking win, bro. They were like, yeah. hell yeah, man, this makes sense. You know, I was like, and so what did you take out of that? And they were like, we have to come in here. We have to know exactly what we're doing. We have to be better than most people. And we have to make sure that we are putting details and we are focused on details. Bro, dude, it, it, it just fucking connected. And I was like, man, I just hit a home run. Yeah, it was I love it. Cool. It was super cool, man. You know, and you got to take that stuff, and that's the stuff you got to, you, you know, it's not the one time you get that massive account. Like you said, it's just like getting that brand new vehicle. Mm-hmm. It's going to wear off, you know, but it's what you build as a team and, and, and getting stronger as a team. You know what's great that I love is the team grows together and builds is when they correct each other to help not correct each other to prove something wrong. Yep. Yep. That's a big difference too. You know, it's like looking out for each other and, and uh, uh, you know, it, it's about the improvement as a whole because they know it, there's individual goals, but there, there's a, it can't be achieved without the team goal. You know, that's and, good shit, man. Yeah, it is. It really is. And then I, I see, I'm starting to see the, the amount of change in one of my youngest guys. Um, and he's been with us the longest, but dude, the amount of change from the day that he came in to now is his brain just works so much differently. And it, it's just so cool to see how he implemented into the team and, and how he helps build other people in the team. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, and the, the kid is, he's doing good, but. Um, and I'll go ahead and say, so let's add this, and then we can probably wrap it up. Yep. 
if you're thinking, man, but if I devote all that, then they leave me and go somewhere else. God, what a waste. You know what? You should develop someone because people are going to go other places, just like you went other places. And if you do not take the time, your goal should be that after they're gone and you run into each other on the street a year, two years later, they thank you. They thank you for the way you developed them that helped them achieve more. You owe that to your people. And if you've got somebody on your team that if you look at your team as a whole and they're not worth it, you might want to examine yourself. But if you've got somebody on your team that is not worth that time, they don't need to be there. Get rid of them. Like do the right thing. Let them go and, and, and go somewhere else where they will fit in and can get that development. You owe that to your people. Yep. And I don't care if you own the company or not. If you're their manager, you owe that to them. Yep. There is, there is people that is one of the, uh, the most beautiful things about the military. When I got to serve, you got so many different leaders from squad leaders to platoon leaders to you know, first sergeants. I mean, all the way up, you got to see a ton of leadership because that's what it was all about. Who's the next leader? Who's in charge? Who's in charge? Anywhere you went, somebody was always in charge. All right. So you got to see really good leaders and bad leaders really fast. Yeah. And some of the best leaders that I had were not the most polished. Some of them were just, I mean, it seemed like sometimes they mentally weren't half there, but every time there was downtime, they were developing me. I had one Sergeant, Sergeant Elliot, when I was moving up, he was an old Navy guy, cool dude. But as soon as, as soon as we broke for the day, he didn't go over and just, lay around he'd make us gather up he'd be like hey i'm gonna teach y'all some really useful knots you know he was an old navy guy so like he knew all these rope knots right and he would sit there and make us practice them and stuff he's like man when you get there you're gonna be tying gear down like all kinds of stuff here's some really great useful things like constantly developing us constantly the dude the dude like he he i mean he was he was way too old to be a fucking e5 but he was just standard sergeant but you know what man great guy that wanted to make me better and didn't even, and didn't owe me shit. Didn't even know me really. Right. Only reason he knew my name was cause it was on my name tag on my fucking my blouse. Right. So, you know, it's that kind of stuff. Make sure you're that kind of person to your people. And if they're not worth that, that individual, then you really need to do some examining. Should they be on your team? That's right. Good shit, man. I'm going to go and read that book. I appreciate you recommending it to me. It's next on my, it's, it's all, I've had it saved on my list, but I'm bumping it to next. Yeah. And, um, I'm going to really look into this, you know, this, um, uh, this progress versus goal drive. And, um, hopefully it'll shed some light on the way my crazy ass mind works. Dude. And, and you and I are very similar in that, in that effect. I just want to understand where I can become better and I can't, I can't help other people without being able to understand why my brain does what it does. And you, you'll start realizing like so much of it's natural. Um, but yet just not everybody thinks the same way because there's, there's two different, there's two different mindsets and there's, there's so there's just so much. And I think you'll enjoy it. So cool. let's wrap it up. Hey, we appreciate you guys. Give us a like. Uh, give us a share. Check us out on the the Facebooks. Um, you can follow Addison. What's your IG handle? My IG handle is at Addison Corbin. A D D I S O N C O R B I N.
Nice. Mine's really fancy. It's a uh, JD Chapman eight four. Check it out. Check it out. All right. With that, hey, appreciate you guys and gals. Um, give us a share. Like I said, keep listening. Give us feedback. Love to hear from you. And with that, grind her out. <laughs>